This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We turn our attention now to, you know, something that I think at some point in life we've all sort of had to ask ourselves. Do I want to take the long, steady path to healing or do I want a quick fix? And what am I talking about here? If you've ever had a headache um, and you've received advice that really to treat your serious headache, drink a cup of herbal tea. Um, It's been said if you don't have toothpaste, believe it or not, chew on the bark of an arak tree. It's known as miswak. And it's said to be or to have antimicrobial components that prevent tooth decay. If you've got gum problems, they say to you, suck on cloves and spicy nutmeg. If you've got an issue with your digestion, you're just a little bit bloated. They say drink a squeeze of lemon in warm water. And did you know in ancient times, women who ate the seeds of a wild carrot, commonly known as queen's lace, they wouldn't fall pregnant. It's a natural herbal contraceptive. These are some of the things that our ancestors had figured out in terms of Mother Nature's bounty. And they used it to solve their hygiene, reproductive and physiological problems. And even in this era of sophisticated medical advancements, there are homeopathic remedies that I think have a place in the world of healing. But do we know sufficiently about them? Even just going to your local pharmacy, there are lots of multivitamins that you can take each day. And those are herbal treatments. Some believe in them. Some say Mm-mm, it's all hocus pocus stuff. Dr. Boniso Lamula is a health practitioner specializing in homeopathy. Thank you so much for coming through. Uh, thank you so much, Lerato, for the opportunity to speak <laughs> to you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. So homeopathy, what is it? Because like I said, you've got us people who can swear by homeopathic remedies. Yeah. And you've got other people who say, mm-mm, manga, manga. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, I think maybe it will be very important to just give just a brief a background uh, in terms of how, of how homeopathy came about yeah. and also speak about it in a South African context. Yes, sir. So, yeah, uh, homeopathy was founded by a German physician by the name of Samuel Hahnemann. Samuel Hahnemann was born in 1755. Okay. So, yeah, you'll remember in the end of the 18th century, the, one of the issues that they were struggling with uh, was malaria, uh, mm. the intermittent fevers that were going around spreading and killing people and all of that. And at that time, uh, the, one of the main methods of healing was bleeding and purging. And so as a physician, he was not happy with that. So he left practice and he started, um, he started translating medical books and journals. Mm. And while he was doing that, he came to the writings of Cullen, and then Cullen was one of the physicians of the time. And then when he read, when he read one of the one of the herbs, herbs that was used at the time yeah. uh, to cure uh, or to try and fight uh, the malaria, mm. the intermittent fevers, mm. was the Peruvian bug. So when he read, when he was doing the translation, and he read that 
yeah, he was fascinated and he wanted to know how did that work. And then with the explanations he got from the book by mm. Callan, he was not satisfied with his answers that it was just the tonic that harmonizes the stomach amongst the answers mm. he gave on why the, 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 the herb worked. Mm. So he started, he started experimenting with the herb himself. So he took the herb in higher for a number of days. Yeah. And then after a few days, they started exhibiting symptoms of fever, chills and all of that. And then he realized that if you give a particular substance to a healthy individual, and that substance, whatever symptoms that it brings up, mm. it's able to cure those, those, those very same symptoms to the sick individual. Mm. So then, yeah, but now the struggle was how much do you know, the dosage and all of that, because he was taking it in hard doses. And then he was experimenting, they were experimenting it uh, to check the doses. And then he realized that if you dilute the substance uh, uh, to an infinite dose, mm. then that could help cure. Uh, because we had to deal with the with the side effects and all of that, mm. so homeopathy was founded on those bases that it's a it's it's homeo means same and patho uh, that's a Greek means same and patho means suffering. Mm. So the same that causes the suffering uh, in a healthy individual can cure it. So and the other principle that was the first principle cures. Um, like, like cures like. And then the second principle was dilution. Dilution is when you take the substance, mm. you put it into a vial, you, you put a tenth of that, you put it into a vial, at 19, you shake it yeah, and you dilute it, you shake it in a specific way because it's art. Homeopathy is an art. You shake it in a particular way and then okay. uh, you, you, after you're shaking it, you, 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 that's called succussion, and then that becomes the remedy. Okay. And then that's, yeah, that's how it came about. Okay, so from what you're saying to me is it's not just random. It's not Lerato picking a couple of herbs from her garden, mixing it with shea butter, da-da-da-da-da, and then coming up. There is, there is a science to it. There is a method to it. Um, there is rigorous testing to it. And, you know, there's there's chemical formations and engineering to it. It, it, it it's not it's been it's it's getting negative press homeopathy as being just way too random i think i i, I think it's obviously i'm not conclusive with the statement i'm about to make but yeah. i think it's people that have not okay number one if they do the the, the, the testing they go they do the testing with a biased mind mm. so yeah, because I mean, research and studies doing uh, testing these the, 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 the homeopathic remedies, it has proven now and then that it works. And there is a, a, a Nobel Prize winner on mm. uh, on health. Um, it's, uh, it's it's it's, it's Nick Fontana uh, on inter, inter, interdisciplinary sciences. Mm. These words. So in two thousand and nine, he proved. He showed the he, um, he showed the effectiveness of these high doses. Mm-hmm. As you say, it, it it's not just a random peak of things because mm-hmm. obviously, in terms of herbal medicine, in, there is a traditional one, and in terms of 
um, phytotherapy. It's, it's the science of herbs right. that helps. But this one is also has its own science that has been tested now in the case. But as you say, it it's one of the alternatives that has okay. uh, gotten its name a very bad name from the people. All right, and so here's uh, 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 here's a question in terms of the regulation of homeopathic remedy. So I know from my own personal experience, you know, yeah. you'll say to a doctor, "Oh, I've got a headache," da da da, and he'll recommend something, and then he'll say it's not scheduled. So just go to the chemist, and they should be able to give it to you. Whereas there's a similar kind of treatment, but it's scheduled. So, so what what do we mean by that? When when are substances and treatments regulated and rigorously tested uh, by medical authorities and when has it not been tested and certified by medical authorities i think i think it's a system uh, homeopathy is a system it's, it's complex it's not it's, it's not simple it's not easy myself when i went to study homeopathy uh, i would sometimes doubt until I've seen the results and people coming now and again, I've realized that uh, also supported by studies. It, show, it shows uh, how effective it is. But also with, the, with these complexities comes up with comes up with all comes out with all these things as you say. It is that your regulations uh, in terms of health. Uh, of, 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 of health products, it comes up with the government. It, a whole lot of, pol- I'd say, a whole lot uh, comes into the picture, mm-hmm. and thereby, obviously, a product to be classified, uh, it's, it, 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 it has to be done by the the regulators that regulates the health okay. products. That yeah, that, 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 that this is the substance that needs regulations right. and all of that. But obviously. As a complex system, it's moving forward slowly, and obviously, as time goes on, one hopes that at some point it will become uh, one of the, in particular in South Africa, one of the alternatives mm. that will be involved in the public health. Okay, so there are terminologies here. Could you help us with the clarity? So there's homeopathy, which is uh, proper. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, I'm just trying to find the words. So there's homeopathy, which is which is proper, rigorously tested natural remedies. Okay, I think that's the best way to say it. I don't want to use the word scientific. Rigorously tested remedies. Then there's something called alternative medicines. What are those? Yeah, alternative medicine. Um, Okay, (laughs) was homeopathy falls under? Uh, the complementary alternative medicine. What that is, I'll term it as the ones that mainly are not in the pu- in the public sector. Right. So in your government, um, I'll say government hospitals. So, yeah, but it's it's an alternative. It's a form of treatment. Uh, homeopathy falls under alternative treatment. So it's not your mainstream. Your mainstream is your general practitioners. Those are your mainstream form of treatment. Then alternative is a supplementary in terms of it's a supplementary to the mainstream of treatment. Okay. I hope I'm clear. <laughs> I, I, I think you are clear. So here's some of the beautiful things about homeopathy from my understanding is that it relies a lot on natural 
um, inputs, organic inputs, mm. and a lot of indigenous knowledge. So a simple thing is, although it's been trademarked now, rooibos, but rooibos was used by the sand people for the longest time for digestion, headache, and blood circulation uh, problems. And it's in the modern day we drink rooibos tea, but it's what the sand people have been using as a form of healing for the longest time. I, I think I think what what were the mother nature gave us it's we threw it away. I mean, I think that is for financial benefits and all of that. Because if you if I if I'm diabetic and I come to you as a physician and you cure my diabetes, mm. would I? Would the person who creates a diabetic medication be able to make profit out of that? Mm. No. That's why this indigenous method, as you put it, uh, they came. They, they became. They, they would just kind of forget about it, and uh, and 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 focused mainly on this uh, shortcut methods that keeps you in the system for the longest time. As a homeopath, what you do is you treat the whole person. You treat the individual. That's why consultations are long. You treat, you ask them about them. You talk to them. You, you want to check their mental symptoms, what's going on in them, their emotional being, their physical being. So you take the whole being because it's not like you, if you have, because we can have a headache, but a headache caused by different things. Mm. So therefore, an individualized remedy for that becomes key because the other remedy that helped me may not be able to help you. As you put it, I mean, the indigenous knowledge is vast. I mean, the mother nature made sure that we'll not suffer a year on earth unless we just do not focus on those things. So, yeah, I'd say it's unfortunate that we are, as a people, we are where we are, but uh, definitely all these alternatives uh, therapies if they're given enough time I think they'll, they'll differently make but as people are yeah. m- moving towards that uh, the mainstream uh, yeah. it's moving towards that Okay, so give us a sense of where homeopathy in the modern day um, really seems to trump Western medicine and I know you'd be very careful to say so Dr. Spooniso <laughs> Lamula because we don't want to discredit but um, I'm thinking of cancer in my head right now and yeah. people undergo you know that very rigorous um, chemotherapy and they lose you know their hair and it's designed to kind of radiation and burn the cancer inside the body and it works but then they get told you know what you can you can support the chemotherapy let's use that word by drinking hemp and, um, you know, cocktails made of kind of a, a marijuana liquid, for instance, homeopathy. Mm. So yeah. so where, where are we seeing synergies and even in some cases uh, homeopathy doing more than what Western medicine is doing? Yeah, I, I, I believe that, uh, I, I believe that uh, homeopaths, uh, homeopathy is a profession has a space in society uh, because I mean here in South Africa, just to digress a little bit, here in South Africa, it's given at University of you studied at University Hansbeck and Deben University of Technology. Yeah. There you get your bachelor's degree, 
And after that, you get a certificate and you go and you could go and work in the pharmaceuticals that prepares, that makes homeopathic remedies. Yeah. And after that, once you've graduated, you continue to do your fifth year. And then that's where you get your master's degree. That is when you can be able to go and open practice. It's not so, And it's regulated by government, uh, by the by the statutory body, Allied Health Professions Council of South Africa. Mm. So I believe, trying to answer your question, is that I believe we have a big role to play. Mm. We have a big role to play, in particular in preventative uh, medicine and also in treatment. Because I think if we also focus more in preventative medicine. Mm. I think we'd be able to advance. Obviously, allopathic medicine has a huge uh, role, but I'm saying we all have a part to play in making sure that the mm. sick becomes healthy. Mm. So if the authorities would give themselves lifetime and energy to make sure that they understand these things and also it's proper monitoring and all of that, mm. I think um, and also research funding so that more research is done uh, it's done on homeopathy so that the public and the negative perception uh, is also eradicated. Okay, so what are some of those things we can do preventatively? Because, you know, you're told diet matters, exercising matters, and that we shouldn't be too quick, isn't it, to be taking a, a, a headache pill or an anti-inflammatory. Sometimes you can just massage uh, the part of the body that seems to be uh, inflamed or bruised. Um, Sometimes you just sit on a hot water bottle, for instance, Mm. just to Mm. soothe that pain, those kinds of things. Yeah, I think think, think what you've just said, you've summarized what I'm about to say. I think think sometimes we don't pay too much attention into what our bodies need. Because when your body... uh, shows you a particular sign of a symptom, it's it's the way of alerting you that in the system is disharmony. There is something that is not going well. Mm. So the main thing is to try and understand our bodies. Like as you for example, as you say, as you say as you say, I mean if you've been too much on the sun, you're dehydrated and all of that, you'll have those that you have headache, you feel dizzy and mm. all of that. If you take that, if you understand and try and understand your body it would be easier to not just quickly because at some point you end up being chronically uh, dependent on that medication only to find that it was the simplest thing your diet maybe you have to correct your diet Mm. myself i was i was pre-hypertensive i was like my my bp was hyper blood my bp was getting close to borderline high and I was like, no way. What am I going to advise people mm-hmm. and myself? Uh, then I started exercising, started to eat healthy <laughs> and all of that. And just disappeared. And I've had clients who have changed their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That, that on medication. It's not me. That's how mm-hmm. it's meant the body. That's how the body is meant to work. So the mm-hmm. proper lifestyle. Okay. You eat healthy. You exercise, you drink plenty of water, your mind must be clear. You know, we're told that um, because we've just come out of this COVID world and we know that in itself... Um, the the virus still exists, it still lingers, so we're not out yeah. of the woods yet. But we're told that 
you know, there is a way in which some homeopathic medicines work that would mimic a vaccine and that some people, that's all they have to do is take homeopathic remedies and leave the vaccines alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> can comment about the vaccine actually, but uh, it's, uh, I think once you, uh, once you understand how the system works, how your body, not the, the system is in your body, yeah. how it, how it works and, and, and then, yeah, and how to take care of it. And then, yeah, you'd have okay. to go, I'm not saying those, those uh, combinations that people get given, so then the remedies mm. are, are for are, in, are instead of the vaccine. I'm not saying yeah. that, but I'm saying yeah. I mean, people, people, um, yeah. As you say, people have not been, <laughs> some have not taken it. <laughs> you know, you know. I can, I can see that as a medical practitioner who also believes in homeopathy, you are just straddling these two worlds, and you're so careful how you say it because you don't want to discredit the science and you also don't want to discredit the homeopathy and you think the two can work in tandem. Uh, we've got one question from Mpo in Ranfantine. Good morning. Good morning, my sister. Good morning to the guest. Uh, well, I think the first part I, I wanted to raise is that I've been listening to a expert on homeopathy uh, Barbara O'Neill, who speaks loudly about nature, how, how it heals. Mm. But I think the difference she, she makes is that that's a, the, the what you call medi- Western medication or, 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 yeah, or, or the established modern medication, mm. the side effects sometimes are more painful than the, the, the disease or the pain itself. Mm. As against what would be the side effect of homeopathy, so I think the battle here is about what is the side effect. Would I be right that the debate is about side effect of medication, whether the natural medication is a better way to heal than the the Western medication? Okay. Maybe the, the expert might come back to to, to further explain. Okay, uh, Doctor Lamula, how do you manage side effects? Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's 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 well known that uh, people on particular medication mm. exhibit uh, side effects of of drugs. So yeah, homeopathic homeopathic remedies has a very minimal uh, side effects that uh, that people have. That's why we say it's it's safe uh, to take. It's safe mm. to to take as 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 the as, as the um, the caller puts it that uh, uh, the experts say the, the, the side effects are even worse than the disease itself at mm. some point. Because yeah, it's, it's 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 one of those painful things. That's why we should encourage and then preach the gospel that people must take care of their bodies just before even they start exhibiting any mm. symptoms of infection. Because they, before they start throwing any pill. In okay. Uh, we want to thank you for your time, uh, Dr. Sboniso Lamula, um, a health practitioner specializing in homeopathy. And the reason we've been talking to you is that this week is World Homeopathy Awareness Week. As we say goodbye to you, any tips when people wake up in the morning, what they can do just to get their day started, you know, stimulate their digestion, you know, just feel perked up. Yeah, I think it's mainly it's when I, when I wake up, I mm. make sure just I drink 
a lot of a lot of water before I even go and exercise. Right. I get drink a lot of water. But for some people, for taste and for whatever reasons, they would put lemon. They'll put different things. Mm. But mainly for myself, just pure water. I drink pure water. Uh, just do a little bit of mind calming meditation and mm. whatever the way you define meditation. Uh, you do you do define a meditation and then you do it's not it's not a vigorous exercise just a walk you start by five minute walk and then the following week and then as you move on then uh, your body will start getting used to that and i think that's the best way you drink water you do the meditation and then your day i think would be beautiful okay thank you so much to you doctors boniso lamula health practitioner specializing in homeopathy You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.